Hey, this is Gratuitous. Welcome to Music Production Made Simple, the show that focuses on best practices about music production, which is based on FL Studio. If you're wanting to become the best producer you could be, subscribe and listen weekly. You can also check out my courses, which teach you the principles and basics of music production. They'll get you up and running quickly. In addition, I also have books on Amazon and tons of music on Spotify. Always feel free to hit me up at hi at itsgratuitous.com. So let's get into the episode. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 28. In this episode, I want to talk to you about managing your monies and paying taxes as a producer, or at least being involved inside the music industry. So here's my disclaimer. I first want to say that I am not a professional. Uh, Do not trust any of my financial advice. Please seek professional advice for your financial situation, okay? Um, And also, depending on how you've set yourself up, depending, you know, if you've gone sole proprietorship or if you're a corporation, uh, this can have a major difference in what you're allowed to do. And it can have different advantages and disadvantages, as well as where you live. So, like, you know, what country you live in, uh, there's all different rules, okay? Taxes are a very, very complex subject. uh, But if you are aware of them, you can really take advantage of... uh, I guess the things that are available to you to save money, uh, you know, don't be silly with your finances when it comes to your taxes, you know, again, seek professional advice, uh, try and find that tax advisor that is for you that understands, you know, your business that works with you so that you can, you know, so that they can get you set up to make their lives easier too. So that, you know, you're saving money, when you're doing your taxes, it's just a matter of just maybe sending them over like a, a spreadsheet. I'm going to break all this stuff down for you as we get into it. So I just want to give you guys a little rundown on what I've been up to. So I have been very, very busy. I actually had to do a bathroom renovation. Uh, it was a bit stressful. Um, so I actually put the podcast on hold there for like a week or two uh, just because of that. Um, I've also been working on uh, my FL Studio Beginners book. I've been writing this book for about almost a year. Uh, And that's actually pretty rare for me. Usually when I start a task, I like to finish it as soon as possible. Uh, But for whatever reason, I just couldn't get this book to finish. Uh, So I've gone back to that book. I've been doing it for the past couple of days. I started from the beginning, just kind of read my way through, kind of sifted through it. Uh, And the biggest problem with that book right now is most of the information is it's there. Like Like the book is pretty much done. I just feel it's a bit unorganized in a sense of as you're reading, it's kind of a little bit jumpy. So I just want to kind of solidify that, make it really easy to read. And the whole goal of this FL Studio Beginners book is, you know, kind of giving a little guidance of how to use FL Studio, but it's more my own personal preferences on how I like to do things with FL Studio. So for example, inside the step sequencer, or like the channel rack, uh, if you click on a sound, you open up the channel sampler, you have all like your different tabs, you know, your like envelopes or like the miscellaneous functions, you know, you, you can get into like the arpeggiator. And I just break down what I like to use within these different sections. Um, some, I guess, tools I don't really find too useful, but there are some tools which I find really useful. And that's kind of the whole goal behind the book. Okay, so that will be coming out soon. I will definitely let you guys know. But let's get into this episode. I'm, you know, my life right now is caught up. Oh, also, um, I also got audited on my taxes. So that was, you know, a huge curveball for me too, which kind of stemmed the idea behind this episode, uh, how to be organized and how to kind of um, show proof 
behind the things that you're purchasing, uh, the things that you're using, and how to really help advance your online business. Now, again, I always speak from a perspective of you being a music producer, you know, if you actually want to start making uh, money from this craft, you know, that's one mindset, but some people aren't interested in, you know, making the money and that's totally fine. You know, you, you just want to do this as a hobby, but if you are starting to make some money, you know, whether that be selling beats, whether it be selling courses, books, giving lessons within the music industry, there's tons of different avenues that you can take, you know, again, even selling sounds or uh, loops or, or anything like that. Okay. The main category I want to talk about is, you know, your income coming in. Okay. So when you work a regular job, you know, you are an employee. So when you go to work, you know, you get your paycheck and what that company does now, this is in Canada anyways, I'm sure most countries are, this, are pretty similar, but okay. So, you know, you go to work, you collect your paycheck and off that paycheck, they deduct your taxes right then and there. So you have like your gross income. So for example, if you worked 80 hours in that week, that's your gross income. Okay. And then your taxes are reduced right then and there on that check. And then your net income. So that's everything after all of the, the, the all of uh, the deductions. And in Canada, we also have like CPP. It's kind of like a pension plan, which you have to pay into. There's something called uh, unemployment insurance. So in case you get hurt on the job or, or if you get laid off from work, you still get a, a paycheck coming in and you have to always pay into these things. So your gross income is the hours you worked. That's your total amount. Your net income is all the deductions afterwards. Okay. So when you work a regular job, you know, you never see that extra money. So in other words, all those taxes, they're gone right then and there. They're sent to the government. And then at the end of the year, if you've put money into a retirement fund or something, uh, many times you can even get some money back. Okay. So it's not like you're ever getting a, like a refund on your money. It's just that you know, so a lot of people don't understand how taxes work. And in Canada, and I'm sure in like the US and stuff, how it works is there's different tax brackets. Okay. So if you made like, you know, $40,000, you get taxed only a certain amount. And then if you went from, uh, let's say 41,000 to let's say, you know, 64,000, then only the numbers in between there from 41,000 to like, let's say 64,000 get taxed at a different bracket at a different percentage. Okay. So as you start to make more money, different percentages of your money get taxed differently. And that's how your taxes work, okay? Now, when you are self-employed, so you know, running your own business online, you have to be careful because you are not getting the tax taken off that earning, you know, off those earnings right away. So in other words, let's say, you know, I sold some courses in a full year and let's say I made $5,000. So yes, I've made $5,000, but I have to, re to report that I made $5,000, which means that I have to pay tax on $5,000. So what I'm saying is, uh, you know, running your own business, you have to be careful because you may not actually have as much money as what you think you have. Okay. Cause again, if I made $5,000 and let's say, you know, I had to pay a thousand dollars in taxes off that $5,000. So really I only have $4,000, but if you're not careful, what happens at the end of the year is you're going to get, you know, a bill for, you know, to pay this amount of money. And if you weren't wise, if you didn't, you know, look into your taxes and track it all year, uh, you might get a little surprise because you may have already spent that money. Okay. So that's one thing to be aware of. Okay. So when you work, you know, at a company, it's really easy your company handles all the tax stuff for you for the most part. Okay. 
when you are an entrepreneur, you know, online making money, you have to be more aware of your taxes because you have to hold back some of the income to pay at the end of the year. Now, I want to talk a little bit about income versus expenses, okay? Expenses are a game changer if you have never worked with them. Now, when you are an entrepreneur, the benefits of expenses is that it can reduce the amount of tax you pay, okay? So let's just give a little example. Let's say you do not operate an online business at all. Let's just say that you are a worker at a company day to day. Okay. So again, they handle all the tax for you. Now let's say uh, you went to the store and you bought a microphone. You're just the employee. You went to the store. You just bought a microphone because you want to use it to make some music. Okay. So to walk through that again, so you have already paid your taxes to the government from your paycheck. Then you went to the store and you bought the microphone plus more taxes, right? But if you are self-employed, the difference is you actually get to write this off, which means that you get to reduce the amount of income that you made. And that means that you pay less tax. So let's walk through that again. So now you're self-employed. Uh, let's say, you know, you made $1,000, you know, let's say in the whole year. Okay. So the government sees $1,000 because you reported $1,000, which means that you have to pay taxes on $1,000. So like whatever percent that is, let's just say 20%. Okay. So 20% of a thousand is $200. Okay. So really you only have $800 uh, that is yours because you have to pay tax, but being an entrepreneur, Let's say now you go to that store. Okay. So you've made a thousand dollars. You go to the store and your business is within music production. Okay. So you go to the store, you buy the microphone because you're going to be using it for business purposes. Let's say that that microphone costs, let's say a hundred dollars. Okay. So what you can do is on your taxes, you can actually reduce your income. So instead of a thousand dollars and you have to pay 20%, which is $200, what you would actually do is you would actually reduce your income by $100, okay? So now your income is at $900. So if we take 20% of 900, so 900 times 0.2, so now you actually only pay $180 in taxes, okay? So that's kind of how it works when you are an entrepreneur, you know, and, you know, with business is you get the advantage of doing the write-offs so that you do not pay as much taxes on your overall income. You can use the tools that you're buying for your online business to reduce your income. So the thing is, you're still buying that item. You're just reducing your income. So at the, at the end of the year, when they look at the final total, that's what you pay tax on. So for example, at the end of the year, if you made $50,000, and I'm just typing this in here into a calculator, and 20% of 50,000 would be $10,000 in tax. But let's say you made $50,000, okay? Then you bought $10,000 worth of gear. So that reduces your income to $40,000, okay? So I'll minus it by 10,000, so we're at 40,000. And now if we take 20% of 40,000, so that, now that's only $8,000 in taxes. But the benefit is you have now acquired all this gear and you've actually paid $2,000 less in taxes. It's really, really powerful once you get your head wrapped around it. Okay, so now... Once you start making some income online, you know, let's say you're starting to make $100 a month, which is really, really awesome because in your early years, you know, even making $10 a month is really, really exciting because in the online world, this is what's called like passive income, you know, especially if, uh, you know, you're leasing your beats. So you made that beat once and you sold it, let's say a thousand times, or you, you wrote a book and it, it sold a thousand times, right? 
the income is constantly coming in every month. And it's a really, really amazing feeling because it's like you've put in the work up front to bring the income in every single month. So as you start to bring this income in every month and it starts to accumulate, now as your business continues to grow, you know, you may start acquiring different gear. So as a music producer, you know, these are things such as like a MIDI keyboard, your audio interface, uh, even a camera. Like if you want to start doing YouTube tutorials, uh, speakers, uh, you know, acoustic treatment, uh, or, or even like professional advice, even getting your taxes done at a business level, you can write off the, the fee for, you know, to get those actual taxes done. So for myself, for many, many years, my online business was never really profitable. Okay. I was always kind of breaking even and if anything going negative, but it's okay because if you're a sole proprietor, you can use that loss off of your employment income and you can still like reduce your taxes. So it's really, really powerful. Uh, you know, again, just always go to a professional tax advisor, ask them questions, you know, ask them, how can you reach your goals? Or like, what are you trying to achieve? Read books, you know, watch YouTube tutorials. It's really, really important that you have a general idea because going forward, you can be very, very organized and it doesn't take too much work because I'm going to break down how to stay organized here in a moment. Okay. Uh, but later on, then my online business is starting to become profitable. So for many, many years, I was not profitable. I was just like breaking even. So in other words, any income I was really making online, I was more just kind of spending back into my business. Again, you know, buying microphones or, uh, you know, cameras. Like now for my courses, I have an awesome camera that goes on my face. I actually bought a used DSLR camera above. Uh, but in order to attach these cameras to my computer, like there's something called like the cam link. I also got like uh, one of those PCI um, cards that's by Elgato. So, you know, those are two different cards and I've been able to use those as expenses because I use them, you know, solely for my online business to create these courses. Uh, so, you know, the income I've generated through courses and through uh, lessons and, you know, all this types, you know, all that type of stuff regarding music production and, you know, making music I've used to help grow my online, uh, you know, my, my business by getting better gear. And it's just a matter of having two columns inside a spreadsheet, one's income, one's expenses, and then you have your final total. Okay. So with that said, once you actually see yourself profiting, it is like all your hard work is actually starting to pay off and it's such a rewarding feeling. Okay. So I just want to say that for encouragement for those of you who are, you know, starting to make a little bit of money. Uh, but the one thing I can say as advice is make sure you track this and be honest in all your numbers. Uh, because if anything ever happens, if you get audited, I want to talk to you about how to organize your monies. Okay. And how to keep it really, really simple. So I actually use a free program. It's called LibreOffice. Instead of using Microsoft Word, which is like a paid product, LibreOffice is like an open source free version, essentially just like Microsoft Word. Okay. And I use the actual spreadsheet section of LibreOffice, okay? So it's actually called LibreOffice Calc. When you download it, it gives you all these uh, different things, such as like being able to write a book uh, or spreadsheets and stuff like that. Now, when you actually open up this spreadsheet, one thing that I did wrong in my early years was, so how I do it is I track each month, okay? So for example, there's January, February, March, April, okay? And inside of the monthly file, I will have income and expenses, okay? 
So income is just any income I've made. So, you know, I track, you know, if that's through PayPal or through Stripe, or if someone has sent, you know, money right into like my bank account. And I will just track all that income, okay? And that's just one column. And with it being a spreadsheet, it automatically can add all this stuff for you, okay? And I'm really big with templates. So I create like one template for the year and I can just kind of keep working off of it. But the actual problem I did was I was creating a different file and saving it uh, as I was going. So in order to actually access data from each different month, I'd have to open up a different file. And as you start to learn spreadsheets, spreadsheets are amazingly powerful. Uh, even if you watch some tutorials, some people are super, super smart with them. Uh, for myself, I don't need to know all this knowledge about spreadsheets. I just want to know how to use them efficiently. And so what I've learned is you can create one file and inside that file, you can create different tabs. Okay. And each tab would just be a different month. And then in each month you have income and then expenses. Okay. And then I have one final file, which is like the year total. And inside that final file um, tab with it. So again, we have one file, we create different tabs and I create one tab, which is just, you know, the year total. And in that year total, what I do is I just add up each month with income and expenses and I give a total and then I tally up the totals of each month and it'll tell me, did I go plus or minus? And that's the income that I um, will report. Now it gets a little bit trickier than that. Okay. Because it's not just a matter of, you know, oh, well, this is the number you have to report. Okay. And this is the reason why I take my taxes to a professional, uh, you know, tax person because they understand taxes at a different level. And so for example, if we're talking about your business, if we talk about a microphone, there's actually different categories of I guess, products. Okay. So for example, if we talk about a vehicle, a vehicle is actually like in a different category than let's say a microphone compared to like a computer. And it gets tricky because in Canada, there's something called CCA it's cost capital allowance. And so what this means is let's say you bought a, a laptop for like $2,000. Okay. So you, let's say you made $10,000. Well, from what I've told you so far, you know, well, you should be able to take your 10,000 minus 2000 and now you're actually only paying taxes on 8,000. Okay. Cause you, uh, subtract the difference, but in terms of the real tax world, uh, you are, you're actually only allowed to take certain percentages of certain categories each year. Okay. So some things you can write off a hundred percent, but some things, you know, such as like a vehicle, which could be like $40,000, uh, the government doesn't allow you just to write off $40,000. You have to do it over time. And for myself, you know, doing my online business, it's just too much information to know, to track, and these things can change over time. So I keep it simple. Okay. So when I do my spreadsheet, my monthly spreadsheet, so income is whatever, you know, that's, that's different. That's just money coming in and I track it. And then for expenses, like let's say my cell phone. Okay. So I don't write off all my cell phone because I still use it for personal, but the majority of my cell phone is business use. Okay. So I write off a percentage of my cell phone. If you own a home or even if like you're renting a place and a certain area is your office or like, you know, so you could be writing off, you know, that square footage of your office, uh, heating bills, utilities, insurance. Okay. So as you can see, it's really, really powerful and allows you to it allows you to save a lot of money, but inside the expense, uh, column, you know, I, I put like a microphone, a camera, a computer, I just put it all in there. And then what I would do is at the, at the end of the year, I would 
you know, email it or print it off and hand it in to the tax person. And then I'll let them do what's called that CCA, uh, the cost capital allowance. Now that's what it's called in Canada, but I'm, I'm pretty sure in the States, you know, you guys have a very, very similar uh, thing and it's just certain categories, certain products, you can't write off a hundred percent. Some things you have to do over time. And that's what I let the tax people handle for me. But for the most part, I'm, I stay pretty organized by myself. Okay. You know, if my online business, you know, flourishes, you know, then I would probably take it to the next level and let a tax person handle like all of it, you know, to really take the most advantage and know exactly where my business is at. But right now, and, you know, so far in my online career, doing it the way how I've done has given me great results. It's really, really organized. Um, and the biggest thing I can suggest to you is just creating one file, creating tabs inside that file, because it's really easy to go from month to month and then creating one final tab inside that file that is just like the yearly totals. And it just kind of shows the monthly income, the monthly expenses, the monthly total. So where you plus or minus, and then it shows a final column, uh, where you plus or minus at the end of the year. Now, in addition, I also do create one separate file and it's my company's overall, you know, how have I performed since the beginning of when I created my business? So this is like back to like 2011. And again, when I go back and look, it's just like, you know, I was maybe plus minus, you know, just kind of the whole time, essentially it was just kind of breaking even. It was just allowing me to buy better gear and help grow my online business uh, just through the income I was making online. And, it, you know, that's really, really exciting. But in later years, you know, now I'm up to 22 music production courses. Uh, I'm re- I've written three books. I'm about to write, you know, about to finish like my other book. And as I continue to grow, what, you know, what's happening is my income is, you know, overpassing my expenses because, you know, I really don't, need much anymore. Like I already have the gear, like maybe in another three years, I might buy a new computer. Okay. But besides that, it's like, you know, things are doing pretty good. Uh, eventually maybe I would look into, you know, maybe some better acoustics in my studio or, uh, you know, maybe kind of get a better desk. Uh, you know, those would be like the, you know, moving forward, but even still, you know, it's really, really awesome to finally see the income surpassing the expenses. And, you know, for you guys who are, you know, making your online business and stuff, I hope the best for you. It's a journey. The biggest thing I could say is don't give up, keep working hard. I have worked so hard and really in this last year, my business has probably, you know, it's grown by like probably a thousand percent. And I am so grateful for, you know, you guys as students, um, you know, taking the courses, you know, checking out the books and even just listening to the podcast, you know, uh, in my early years, I did a lot of free content for the community with beat struggles. And I kind of got to the point where I was like, you know, I like to teach. I like music production. People were liking my tutorials, like a lot of my tutorials with beat struggles. Like I was getting like, you know, a hundred likes to like two dislikes, you know, but I wasn't getting tons of views, maybe like 7,000 views, like over like a year, uh, you know, for like, for like one video. And I kind of got to the point where I was like, do you know what? I got to start generating income from doing this because I can see that there's an audience that likes my content, uh, but I'm just not profiting off the time because it takes a lot of time. Like if you've ever tried to create tutorials, try to try to release one every week. Okay. You know, when you're first getting started, it's fun, but as you start to grow and as you know, other life activities start popping up, 
you really feel like this is kind of like a weight on you, right? Um, but it's all about time management. But what I was trying to say is that I just started creating courses because it gave me way more bang for my buck, you know, and, you know, it really gave a quality experience to it too, because, you know, sometimes with YouTube, sometimes you get someone who's just checking out a video, they leave like kind of a snarky comment sometimes, or, you know, there are lots of grateful people too on YouTube, but when someone is actually paying for that course, you know, they're way more interested because they're willing to actually pull out their wallet and say, yes, teach me. Right. You know, then like they leave a review and that review, you know, it says a lot for like the next student, you know, cause they're, they're like, is this course worth it? They go down and read the reviews. You know, there's like lots of four stars, some five stars, a couple three stars. Uh, but even for myself, as I read them, you know, it's like, I, I learn, I learn from like what they're saying. Like there was, there was one course, uh, how to release a professional beat tape. And I think it was the only course where I put music in the background and people were saying that like, they didn't like, you know, they didn't like the music always being there. Like they just wanted to just listen to my voice. Um, you know, it could have been, maybe they, they actually didn't like the song. The song could have been annoying to them, but still like in all my other courses, I never did that. And then for whatever reason, I just thought, oh, maybe this, this would bring cool. Um, and it turns out, um, I at least for sure got like two messages to me saying that, you know, the, the music is kind of a little bit distracting. Okay. So that's all I have to say for this episode. I hope it helps you guys a lot staying organized with your finances coming out here in the future. I want to release that book before I really start tackling any, anything else. I will start getting into courses here soon. I recently got a used DSLR camera. So, um, okay. So I have, you know, a nice DSLR DSLR camera on my face. Okay. So that's been in most of my recent courses, but, uh, I actually, I also have a camera that's faces down on like my MIDI keyboard. Right. And I was experiencing a lot of different, or like I was trying out a lot of different products. Like for example, I, I you know, I have just kind of like, um, you know, 1080p webcam and, you know, webcams are always lower quality no matter what. And then I saw like the 4k webcam and I was like, Oh, let's try that out. Uh, didn't like it. And then uh, I bought the cam link, which allows you to plug in a DSLR camera uh, just through USB. Uh, and I had that with a camcorder and a camcorder, you know, typically, you know, you want a DSLR camera because, it, you know, you, you can change out like the lens and stuff. The camcorder was okay. It gave okay quality. Uh, but I found like a really, really awesome deal on a used DSLR camera. Okay. And I haven't created a course yet with it, uh, but it's, it's a used uh, Sony uh, a5100. So it's really, really nice autofocus. I'm super, super excited to start creating more courses because, you know, I, I, now my setup is super, super high quality. Um, and yeah, so if you guys ever have any other questions, just feel free to reach out to me. I always create a list of different courses I want to create eventually. It's just a matter of, you know, time because I am doing a full-time job in addition to like the podcast, writing the book, doing the courses and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, a lot on my table, but you know, if I can start making enough money doing this, eventually my real job, you know, will eventually fade away. And this, this would be like a full-time thing, like whether it is to do with music production, I am a, an electrician as well. I do want to branch out into creating like electrical courses because, uh, for myself, when I, uh, was a student taking, uh, you know, going to school to be an electrician, I actually found the electrical schooling in Canada, you know, uh, I'm, I'm in British Columbia, but I found that the schooling was very like, you know, you go to school and then you come out and like, you literally don't know much. And it, it's really intimidating because a lot of times you'd go to school 
And like you'd ask a question to the teacher and they would say, oh, well, you should have been learning that out in the field because going to school for trades, you know, construction is a lot different than uh, other industries because how it works is it's like an apprenticeship program. So, you know, you work for a year, you go to school for like 10 weeks, then you go to school for like another year, go to school for like 10 weeks and you do, and you do that four times, right? So you are actually on the site, you are learning, but then when you go to school, it's like a lot of times you have questions and like, they don't answer them in like, you know, a way that actually makes sense sometimes, or like they kind of give you like a, a rude answer. And yeah, so what I'm trying to say is, you know, with my online business, I would love to eventually branch out into, uh, you know, teaching electrical to Canadian, um, you know, apprentices. I actually uh, started up a website already. Like I've already got the ball moving. It's called uh, becoming dash and dash and electrician.com. So becoming an electrician and there's just dashes in between the words. Uh, I started up the actual uh, website. Um, Xavier over at exclusive audio. I've worked with, uh, I've worked with him with like a lot of graphic design, like over the years. So I reached out to him and, uh, he made me like the logo. So if you guys go to that website, you guys can check it out. Those are like my goals. Like I like to educate, I like to teach, I like to help. Um, but the, really the biggest thing for me right now is just being able to be financially free to have the time to do that because it is hard working a full-time job doing this stuff on the side. There's just not enough time in the day as well as enough time for even like myself, you know, if I want to sit and, you know, hang out with a friend or, or whatever. Right. So, you know, life is about balance and these are the things that I eventually want to do. And I'm just sharing them with you because it might just kind of get you thinking or kind of give, you know, get you in the right mindset to, if you want to achieve these goals, you have to figure out what is necessary and how do you have to line your life up to reach those goals, right? Okay, so that's all I have to say in this episode. If you guys want to learn FL Studio, come check out my courses at itsgratuitous.com slash courses, or you guys can always reach out to me at hi, so hi at itsgratuitous.com. So thanks for listening. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks for checking out the episode. If you had any questions, visit itsgratuitous.com slash podcast, select an episode and submit your question at the bottom of the page to the contact form. If you'd like to take my FL Studio courses, see my current studio and podcasting gear, read my books or are interested in lessons, visit the link itsgratuitous.com slash learning. That page will redirect you to more info and resources. I hope the best with your productions. I'm Gratuitous and I'll see you in the next episode.